Blessings and best wishes. Reggie Hubbard here with quite possibly the last in the summer series of Practice Makes Purpose. That's episode 12. Uh, delighted to have you all here. We've been having conscious conversations about like diversity, inclusion, accessibility, and justice, right? So God bless the wellness space. Uh, it's well in terms of wanting to help other people, but the people have been focused on a certain size and color and ability level and those sorts of things. So in this series, what we've been looking to do is talk about ways that we as wellness practitioners, we as people can take care of other people because the whole goal of wellness is not exclusivity. It's inclusivity in our collective well-being, not an, not an individualistic pursuit. So delighted to be here in service to the community, delighted to be in conversation with my brother Yogi. I'm gonna go in a second. Uh, love this dude, been meaning to call him for a minute, but luckily uh, he, he took me up on my offer. So brother Jay. What's good, brother? You tell me, man, happy to have you. Thank you for uh, harboring my technical difficulties. And uh, I was saying before, like, I owe you a phone call. So like, this is the down payment on the phone call, but like, uh, just always delighted to be in community with you. Hey, same here, man. Uh, and I apologize too for not sort of having it all together on my end, but look how, look how the mystery comes together. <laughs> and we're, we're definitely both like students of the mystery. So I, I'm just excited to have you here. I'm excited to have seen all the good things that uh, are going on um, in real life with you. Uh, so talk a little bit about, um, so but before we do that, let me get some announcements. So this is likely the last of the summer series. So love that I'm closing it with my brother Jay. So I open it with my sister Chanel and I'm closing it with my brother Jay. Yes, there are black wellness practitioners. There are black teachers out there, y'all. If you don't know about us, we're going to tell you about us, number one. Number two is um, starting Monday after next, I'm leading my first 200-hour teacher series um, on the own practice platform. So it's a lot. Uh, basically, it'll be a, a fusion of power yoga and yoga of power, which for me is stillness and insight and wisdom. So power yoga isn't just about asana, y'all. Like, it's about, like, feeding your inner power to have wisdom and discernment in these crazy times. So more information on that is available on my link um, at O'Reggie Global. But we ain't here to talk about me. We're here to talk about we. Brother Jay, um, welcome to the space. How you feeling today? I feel great, man. Thank you so much for asking. Just uh, resting up from this past weekend. That's all. How about that? Oh, man. So uh, there's a festival that happens in Virginia, in Southwest Virginia, called Floyd Yoga Jam, um, which is in Floyd County, uh, right in the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's been going on. This, I believe, was the tenth one. Okay. They skipped a year last year, of course, like many people did. And so you know that you know everyone. I feel like was a little bit unsure of how it was all going to be, and it was amazing. Right. I was super, super, super duper busy. A lot of supers, a lot of dupers in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I offered um, um, or led four classes. Okay. Uh, I led a State of Union panel All right. um, down in Floyd Yoga Jam. So give thanks uh, to Floyd Yoga Jam and the creative Floyd Yoga Jam, Shirley Ann Burgess, for um, enabling me to offer something like uh, mindfulness and social justice 
panel at something like Floyd Yoga Jam, um, you know, nestled in a place where I would say that is probably um, leans to the conservative side, if I right. can say that conservatively. Right. Um, and so that was beautiful. And then I, off, I also offered body work and energy work while I was down there. So I was like on full time, brother. Only time people saw me was on the stage or in the healing tent. They saw me at my homie, Mighty Joshua. Shout out Mighty Joshua. They saw me at the reggae show. Um, but I, I went down with a purpose. And I actually decided, not hijacking that part, but I decided a couple of years ago that the yoga festival for me meant something a little bit different than it does for people who like attend. Like I'm having fun and I'm taking in all the energy and sharing space. Right. But I'm on a mission. You know what I mean? I'm like actually at that point working. Right. Uh, and so because I'm working, um, it sort of frames how I delegate my energy at the festival. Right. You know what I mean? Like I delegate my energy more toward um, to, to, to working and service. Right. Um, so it was great. And it also, you know, it, it also, you know, something like that recalibrates, I think, my love for, for teaching yoga. Hmm. Uh, for connecting and you know we've been in somewhat seclusion i know that you taught like mad classes you know right. since spring of 2020 um while i was like i've been already trying to dial it back you right. know what I mean? and then so I, I started doing more speaking engagements and i know that was one of the questions too so we might be like segue yeah. up into that space yeah and um but I, because I've been such a um, a, a recluse somewhat, mm -hmm. because I've had to modify the way that I teach somewhat, right. because I've been deeper into, you know, my own studies and own practice so that I can, you know, have these conversations with you. Like when I went out there to teach, like I had like, it was like, I had a lot, you know what I mean? That was a buildup. <laughs> It was like, you know what I'm saying? You know, when you go to make like a, a stew or something and then you like realize that you got it in like a three gallon pot. You're like, oh my God, who's going to eat all this? Yeah, right. I got to sit here. Here, have some. Right. Everybody take a bowl home. Right. You know, and so this past weekend was me just trying to encourage people to, 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 I was trying to feed people so that when they got home, they stay would still feel a little bit full. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, love the festival. Love Floyd, Floyd Yoga Jam. I only taught two festivals this year, which was Love Shine Play in Asheville and then Floyd Yoga Jam. And that might be it, brother. You right. know, so I, I gave it my all and now I'm taking a couple of days of rest. Right. Well, thank you for letting us enjoy, uh, interrupt your rest, right? Um, you oh, it's all good. Oh, that you're talking about. So, like, you talked openly about your resistance to teaching online, but, but how you softened into that. Can you share a little bit more about um, what, how, how your perspective shifted on that? Yeah, man. So uh, big shout out to everybody who didn't like just like be like F Yogi J Miles and stay <laughs> with me while I came to my senses somewhat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yo, so when when it happened, bro, when pandemic happened, yeah. 
I saw it as an opportunity to put into practice everything that, that we've learned. Right. So for me, I saw an opportunity for a lot of the people that have come to my classes over the years, man. Not five years, some people 10 years. Some people yeah. have been teaching yoga almost 20 years. So there's people who've been around with me for almost those 20 years. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so I was like, hey, practice. Right. I mean, practice what you know. And that also comes from, you know, a background of Kung Fu. My teacher was always like practice. That was his mantra, one of them, which is practice what you know. Right. What that means is you don't you don't have to do anything else but what you know and practice that and become really firm in that. Like he told me once that this is years ago. He was like, you can take just what I've taught you in these past years and just work on that for the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. You won't need, you wouldn't need anything else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I, I was trying to softly encourage people to drop into your practice. Be, right. be curious about your body without the outside influence, without the outside instruction. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, that's how the, 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 the yoga teachers that we look up to figure out why things work the way that they do. Right. You know, why, why they choose to make the cues that they choose to make, why they choose to tell people to move in a particular direction, because we're doing it for ourselves. Right. In order to present it to you. Right. On the mat. But it would actually make it, it would make our jobs much easier. <laughs> if the students actually did the work on their own. So then when we came back together, like now we started from a place of higher understanding. That's what's up. You know what I mean? And so like I, I, did, I wanted people to go off into their caves right, and make some discoveries on their own before we as the teachers had anything to say about it. I love that. You know? Yeah. So... <laughs> that perspective in me because I, I took the opposite perspective and, and and actually am doing the inverse right so like when the pandemic hit for me I was like my spirit was like yo you're on I'm like uh okay right so like I was on and taught like hella classes but now like I've dialed back a bit and people are like we miss you I was like thank you mm -hmm. and what mm -hmm. did we, what did we learn together right yeah I mean you know, when you go to the healer, you're not supposed to go to the healer all the time. Right. You're you're supposed to go to the healer to get healed. Right. You're supposed to go to the teacher to be taught something. Right. And then once you're once you're taught that thing, now it's your responsibility. Um, shout out Drumming Yasa, big up brother. It's <laughs> your responsibility to then go and like dive deeper into the thing. Right. You know, like take those lessons and build on it right put your own your your own energy to it your own again your own creativity to it your own experience to it right like your own you know indigenous energy to it right you know and then again like we all come together and we all are we all are peers like the people who went through my yoga teacher training like i don't really especially like longer term students like i i really don't see them as students there's like little small bits of time when I, I fall into a mentorship role. 
um, or we we kind of come together and I put on like the, the teacher robe and sit in the teacher chair. But more than that, like we're now peers. That's what's up. How we share ideas. You know what I mean? Now we can teach each other. Right. Um, big up, big up, sis. Um, now we can teach each other something, you know, because I try to send people out on a pathway. Right. Anybody that knows me, like, I really encourage people to go, like, do some stuff. Go do go do that thing and then come back and share it with me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, go go and, uh, and explore. Oh, there's some thunder here. Go oh. and explore. That's, on, that's a deep point. Go and explore the mystery on your own. Right. And then again, then we sit around the fire talking about the mystery together. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I, I decided and, and how I came back into that, I guess, to bring it around was, I mean, shoot, bro. People were paying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, I can't be uh, yoga teaching is what I do as a craft. It's my vocation, you know, in right. the and one of the, the Buddhists, like the eight eightfold path, right? One of the things is right vocation. Right. Wise action, right. Wise action is right vocation and all of that stuff, man. So my vocation is yoga teacher, but the yoga teaching has allowed me to like move into some other realms of use use of this yoga philosophy that we have, you know, and we can start to like sort of wind all of our life experience and philosophy together with this yoga practice aligned with you know whatever studies and the human social construct that we we go off and do on our own in order to put these messages i lit like the strongest incident i got in the house for <laughs> that's why the doctor came yeah um right um you know so i i i just i I, I I needed to drop into my vocation, right? I needed to I mean I needed to like have keep a maintain a sustainable income, right? And then honestly, brother, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of yoga, especially yoga asana, taught without real intention out here in the world, right? And people seem to feel like I have some skill at teaching yoga in a way that's accessible and understandable, but also inviting and challenging and all of those things, you know, Um, and I really care about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I really, really, really care what people are getting out of the experience of a yoga class with me, because I feel like the way that I teach and again, like, you know, dude, we roll with some with some luminaries in the yoga business. Right. So I want to be one of the people. I used to tell my students this all the time. You come to my class, you can go to anybody's class anywhere in the world, and you'll be able to fit in. You'll be able to get it. You'll understand it. Right. I'm going to give you the basics again. Like, a lot of my yoga practice comes from you know, 80s hip hop and 90s backpack hip hop. <laughs> it comes from kung fu, right? It comes from soul food and 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 and, and the church, right? You know, what I mean? it comes from sitting on grandmama's front porch plucking butter beans, 
Right. You know what I mean? It comes from like moving through some some places where a lot of people wouldn't want to move. You right. know what I mean? And that's all wrapped up in, into the practice. And like I can sit here and I can sort of talk about, you know, what's what's the thing on uh on, on Mo Better Blues? It was you know, when Denzel's complaining that, you know, the people uh don't get the music. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They don't want to come. And he complaining about the audience. And, and other dude is Wesley Snipes is like, because you granny ass mother motherfuckers don't, ain't playing nothing they want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> if you play, you play there, right, right. Simple if you play the shit they want to hear, the people will come. Right. Simple as that. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like I got, I got the thing, you know, that sometimes people want to hear. And, the universe blessed me with a gift. I really feel like teaching yoga is a gift, man, like that. I don't even know how I arrived at this this place. I got like, you know, really positive feedback at the at the festival. And honestly, and before the festival started, give thanks y'all, everybody who came to my class still. I was like, man, I don't even know if I feel like teaching these classes, bro. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I'm trying to like, step away from the teaching in a way that feels like I'm, um, I don't know where, where the place is or where I need to rest. Like, right. you know, I teach teachers, I teach master teachers how to teach yoga, but right. I also want to take the person who's like for the first time experiencing this practice and help be like a bridge for them. Right. You know, which is why I think I like or love teaching like mixed level classes because right. you get a little bit of everybody. And I think that that like, you know, sort of is a, is a skill to be able to take everybody in the class and give them something. Right. And and so I, I kept doing it, bro, because I loved it. People kept asking me to teach things. And and it I realized, which I knew anyway, that we were shifting to a new paradigm right you know, with this with this era of um being able to to teach yoga virtually i mean i've had a zoom account for a long time way before 2020 right for other meetings and stuff that i've had but i don't think anybody was fully aware of the power that they had to take into their own hands right um and so that was another thing that happened was everybody was teaching bro like yeah. When it started, like every every, especially around the hours from like four to seven, right. Your whole thing on the top of your Instagram was so and so was live, and he was right. all yoga asana, right. And he was all doing it for free, right. You know what I mean? And so now people had access to this thing that we're working so hard to provide, and you want it at no cost, right? You no, know? and so you know people got wise, people figured out the game, and then. We realized, which I, another thing I took a lot of flack for, but I've been saying this for a long time, people who know me, I'm not about the status quo. And like, I feel like the studio model needed a change and, and COVID like brought up, has, has brought about a change in the studio model. Right. You know what I mean? Like I did what I could to help the places. Let me know if the, the, the volume was on the switches, bro. It's starting to rain really hard out here. Right. Um, <laughs> might have to go in and run for cover. Um, I, I knew that once people realized that, oh, hey, I can offer this class 
and I can charge whatever. Let's just say I'm charging ten to twenty dollars. Right. And I'm always the person telling my younger generation teachers to charge your value. And then you can actually work with the people who can't afford it. You know what I mean? But if you start low, it's really difficult to go up. Right. You know what I mean? But that's like more or less, that's corner talk. You know what I mean? Like people got to understand their own value. But once people started to realize that like I can actually make my full value for the full energy of what I'm doing, more people started to take advantage of it and use the tools that they had, you know, for them or the tools at their disposal to do their own thing. And I think right. that we all should be doing that in some capacity. Right. So but, anyway, I'm rambling, bro. I feel that, Nolan, but 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 you you bring out some good points in that like people expect those of us who teach to do so at no cost. That's crazy town, right? Like you you don't expect your mechanic to like fix your car for free, like you know, like like you know, like there's just certain things that are ridiculous. Um, but you bring out a good point for that, and, and you know, one of the other things that um, I love about what you and Sister Shankari brought about during the pandemic, because the pandemic brought huge shifts. Like one is that I went from not teaching at all to being on the scene. You know what I mean? So it was like an opportunity to like disrupt in a way for people who look like us to get our just desserts and just mm -hmm. fruits. So State of Yoga Union um, is something, <laughs> right, right, absolutely, right. You should put yeah. the chat where people can yeah. find out how, how to pick up that merch, because that merch is lit. Yeah. Um, we have been, we not just in the yoga space, but black and brown people, indigenous people, people of color, um, have been marginalized um, forever. And the power of State of Yoga Union last year, this year, and beyond is that it's like, you know, to shout out Twist, Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it anymore. You know what I mean? So, like, talk a little bit more about, like, what State of Yoga, Yoga Union was, what it is, and what, what it's becoming. Um, the State of Union is becoming, I'll go from the back. Yeah, yeah. It's becoming a resource. So if you go to uh, the state of union.com, I believe .com is a website. Somebody look it up and put it in there for me. I believe it's uh, the state of union.com and not .org. But if you go there now, there's a ton of resource material that I believe is not behind a firewall. Right. And so at some point we're going to move to a system um, similar um um, to where basically you can have access to all the information, the resources, access to classes, access to the old talks, access to the new talks that are still forthcoming. Um, and so what State of Union, what the State of Union is becoming is a resource uh, for the people who practice yoga to not only just be able to tune in and tap on, tap into a give thanks, Maggie, um, to what the BIPOC yogis in the community are doing. Or really, it's not just the BIPOC community also, man. It's the the, the queer trans community. Right. You know what I mean? It's the, the indigenous First Nation community is part of it. You know what I mean? It's the, 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 the biracial um, community. You know what I mean? It's like yourself. It's people from the political mainstream or have ties in that arena. Right. Um, 
we want to like we're all trying to i think or we're all doing it using our voices in a way to where again we're called forward to do a little bit more than offer yoga asana even though yoga asana is the vehicle that we rode in on right you know what i mean so we still got that major tool right in our box you know but now as we you know get a little bit up there in the number of years that we've been around 47 in a month 47 right i'll be 50 i'll be 50 bro in april all right you know what i mean it's about to be like a big a more and more shifts right and i want to be these next 50 years that i'm here i want to be a resource you know to to the people and so state of union is a resource we got right. together because people had so many questions. Right. People wanted to know what they could do to be better allies, better comrades, better cohorts to the BIPOC community because it was at the time that the BIPOC, the BIPOC community was and has been under duress. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And so it came to a head because not because they started showing it, I want to. I want people to really understand this. I don't know when the printing press was invented. Right. I don't know when they've been putting newspapers out, but they've been they've been you know showing pictures of of black bodies being mutilated for since the eighteen hundreds at least. Right. You know what I mean? With no no qualms about it. Story. Hmm. Say that again, but bro. Image. It was in a story. Right. Or a poem. Right. And so people had an opportunity because they were forced to be still and witness the world happening around them without their normal routine of nine to five kids, whatever, school, right. every, everybody in the families in different directions. Everybody had to be still and bear witness. Right. You know what I mean? What India, what the India NWA say? You're about to bear witness to the strength of street yeah, knowledge. Right, 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 right. They saw it. They saw it happening. And so people were forced to get off the fence. Cause you could be pushed to a side. Right. It was no there was no more fence riding. Right. You know what I mean? And so but people were going about it in a way that I felt required us to do something big. That's what's up. That required us to bring the 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 dope black voices into the spotlight so that they can speak for themselves. Right. Tell a million people that there's a, a person named old Reggie, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, a few people might, might jump in, but if like we all get together and put each other on blast, right. You know what I mean? And we amplify the message. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you and me together isn't, isn't double the energy. That's you know what I'm saying? It's exponential. You got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like we just keep growing and growing. And so the more individuals we pull into our, our field of understanding, the more people that we, we make cohorts and comrades. Right. The powerful an entity that we become. Right. So then we start to not only have spiritual power, but we have spiritual force we can actually make shit move. We can actually enact change. Um, and that's all we were trying to do as right. a state of union was be change makers. Right. To be 
be the catalyst for big changes being made and to also pull, you know, let our, let ourselves be called forward and let our voices join into the fray. What did we say before? In the fray, but not frayed by the fray. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You remember that? Like, we got to be able to jump in and, like, and, and give a push or right. be at the front lines or be on the side saying prayers. Right. Like, we, we, we're responsible for, for holding it together here on this plane. Right. That's right. Give thanks. <laughs> right. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about us, brother. It's all about us and what we can do, you know. Um, and and so to pulling our resources together and then becoming a a, a, um, a repository right. of these resources and then giving people the tools to act upon the resources. Right. You know, people are really confused about what I what what should we do? Like we, I had this beautiful um, State of Union panel discussion down in Floyd with Kane Miller and Rami Malden. He's always funny story about Rami. You know what I mean? I can never get his last name right. So my homie Rami, who is a Northern Indian person, you know, who's born into a Sikh family. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't know it because he has really, really short hair and wears a cap and he has just a, a, a sort of neat cut beard. He actually looks Jewish. Right. <laughs> right. And we led this panel. And so what happens is people get really, really emotional behind what they can't do. Right. You know, they get really sort of caught up in with their families that, you know, and there's some old people who like, you know, my, I come from a, a, a family of, of slave owners. Right. I don't know what I can do with what, you know, that, that knowledge, what, what can I do, Jay? You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, give shout out to my friend Liz, be a better ancestor. Right. They, you know what I mean? Like, use those resources for some good stuff. Um, like I'm never going to sort of come at a person based on something that somebody did five generations beforehand. Right. You know what I mean? But if you know that somebody five generations beforehand created the avenue for you to come into possession of these resources and you're not doing anything with the resources that you now possess, you know what I mean? Now I have a problem because you know better and right. you're not going to do better. Know better, do better, right? It's just know better, do better. It's as simple as that. And so people, we've given so many resources. We, we can point out, you know, numerous, numerous, numerous texts to read and check in on, you know. But then once you do that, then what are you going to do with all the information? Right. You know, and so we just want to, I think, State of Union, Shankri and I wanted to provide people with a resource to, to be, it sounds simple, right? To be better people, to be better um, brothers and sisters and siblings of 
you know, their, their other siblings in the world, to be co-conspirators to the, the positive transformation of the world that we live in. Right. You know, be cohorts and teaching each other, like, all of the lessons that we need so that we can survive as a race. Right. You know what I mean? Because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean... I got a, I got a it, funny story about that. Like, my... Uh, I, I still got my grandmother down in Old Natural Bridge, and uh, she uh, spent, like, hours with her last month. Um, shout out, Granny. Right? Word. Like, uh, <laughs> boom, right? Uh, thank you. Right. The, um, I asked her, I was like, Mom, have you ever seen anything like this? You know, like, dark-skinned woman grew up in the Jim Crow South in Virginia, Virginia, not Virginia. Virginia. And um, she was like, um, no. Right. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like, like, no. So to that end, we are in times that none of us have a blueprint for. What's up, that dude, Johnny? Like, but we have the tools through community, through conversation and through the resources that you talked about to create a better future. And like, it's up to us to do that. Right. So we can hold space for the wisdom of the ancestors that is manifested in what we do with the present moment. Right. Right. I mean, and we better get it right, bro. Yeah. You know, like, like, if if y'all not paying attention, fires and floods. Pestilence. Focus. Pestilence. Right. You know what I'm saying? We in the Kali Yuga. You right. know what I mean? Like, we, we in those times. We're not going to say that they, the last days, but we in the times when the righteous got to, like, really stand up. Right. Right. And and all of the lessons that we've been teaching are are what's going to be your armor um, in a transforming world. Right. I love you know, I've been telling people lately, like I can spoon feed you the practice or I can hit you with the gamma rays. Right. <laughs> right now, I ain't got time to spoon feed you. I'm putting you in into the joint and I'm blasting you. Right. Energy so that I can help you level up as quickly as possible because right. now you don't have time. You know what I mean? Again, like, this is some real shit, y'all. We ain't got time to be playing out here. Right. Because we need each other, and the planet needs us. Right. You know what I mean? To help it move through whatever the transition that we're going through. Or else, it's only going to get worse. Right. You know what I mean? If you believe in the energy. Hey, if you don't believe in the energy, if you don't think that we're intimately, energetically, um, bioenergetically, magnetically, you know what I mean, connected to the earth that we live on. I don't know what to tell you, as my sister would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we here and if we don't like start to treat each other with a little bit more actually with a lot more love and respect, you know what I mean? And treat the earth with respect, right? And 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 do what we need to do to be in service of our fellow human. It's not going to get better. Right. It's not ever get better because we want it to get better. So, like, these practices are personal and universal. They're for you to get yourself right so you can fit yourself into this, this, this holy matrix that we're trying to create. Right. See, People worry about the matrix, but let's create something that the matrix can't fuck with. Right. See, this is why, CJ, this is why I love kicking it with you. Because, like, all the points that I talked about, we talked about without even, like, me referencing the sheet. 
right? Like, so we just talked about everything. And the way that you just ended couldn't have been more perfect. Y'all, like, Earth isn't playing, so why are we playing? Why are we playing? Why are Let's we playing? holy matrix, y'all. Right. So, you know? like, to that end, brother, like, could you, um, like I said, like, I, I, I like to keep these tight. So, like, could you end us with, uh, so how, end us with a mindfulness practice to give us a, a, a sense of the holy matrix, and I'll close us out with a bell. I got you. First and foremost, everybody that's listening and everybody that's going to see this later, I need you to follow Yogi J. Miles and Mahavira Yoga. I never, never promote myself. I want you to follow me and then share something of mine and tell all of your friends to follow me. And then let's connect and get deep into it together. All right. Good work, sir. Good work. Right? A mindfulness practice for us to all undertake that's easy. Every so often during your day, I need you to take 15 seconds, maybe even 10 seconds to just pay attention to your breath. Just for a moment, like really check in with yourself and be appreciative of the mystery that's you. Right. Be mindful of the steps that you take. Right. And then you can always come back to your normal thinking or your conversation of what it is. But always, 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 always check in with yourself. Like you don't need no postures. You don't need no special clothes. You know what I mean? You don't need no books. You don't need me or Reggie. All you need is you and those moments that you check in with your innermost self. And every time you check in, you start to build a bigger and better bridge to that inner self that we're all trying to get to. Give thanks. I love you, brother. Like, blessings to you. Blessings to your family. You see, like, your people, like, put your, your handles on there, right? So that's great, right? So, like, you, you were like, I need you to follow me. And they were just like, pop, pop. So like, your people took care of you. Yes, thank y'all. I love y'all, man, so much. So we all in this together. And if you don't think we all in this together, then we all in this apart. Right. You, you know, can do that. Martin Luther King said, we'll either live together as brothers and sisters or we'll perish apart as fools. Right? Fuck it, that. It, Hell it, no. It's, it's that simple. <laughs> that simple. So, like, uh, what I'm going to do is, like, find your, find your seat. We're gonna like spend 10 to 15 seconds as brother just brother Jay just said, like coming into an awareness of who we are. And after those 15 seconds, I'll play this bowl. And this will end the summer series of practice makes purpose. So 10 to 15 seconds of touching into who you are. Feel your breath, your essence in silence. the sacredness of this bowl that which is 400 years old to wash over you love and grace to you brother jay love and grace to everyone who showed up not only this week but all the prior weeks practice makes purpose summer series delightful to be with you let's change the world together create that holy matrix until next time over Peace. Woo.